This is Your Daily Pass. You're here with Courtney Passfield and Fiona Daly. Our goal is to share stories of people just like you and me, the ones that inspire us, motivate us and wow us with their resilience. And let's just say, breaking down stigmas along the way. Ooh, the suspense. Hello, Courtney. <laughs> you didn't think I'd actually press the button then, did no, you? No, I didn't, but I'll crop that <laughs> off. Uh, so... Yes. We are having a very interesting conversation today. Yes. This is something that comes up to us quite a bit. It does. It mm-hmm. does. And it's it's working mums, but mm-hmm. it's also the career or the position or all the things you did before you had kids. Because yes. how often are we just assumed to be a mum and that's it? I had been doing a lady's hair um, for, I'm going to say, a couple of years. Yeah. And then she said something about being a um, air hostess. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and she was like, oh, yeah, that's what I did before kids. I was like, where did this come? Like, yeah, that's pretty sweet. And it's just a conversation that that stigma around once you become a mum that you sort of – That's all you ever did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's not a bad or a good or anything like that, but it's just No, but kinda, I feel like it's just something that needs to be realised. Yes, that exactly. Sometimes there's more and sometimes people just need a little bit more stimulation. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So this is where today's conversation is going. This is where it's at. (laughs) We are joined this morning, well, this morning, what time is it? This afternoon by Kirsty Appleton. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you, Fiona and Courtney, for having me. Oh, we're a bit excited, that is for sure. (laughs) And because this is just a conversation that does come up quite a bit for us sort of thing. So before we delve into all these other conversations, can you tell us about your working career? Absolutely. I actually started out leaving school um, thinking I was going to go straight into university and come out as an accountant. Um, Oh, really? (laughs) However, (laughs) really. But uh, the first year in uh, where you do the taster of a bit of everything, I actually really took a shining to marketing. And so from there I thought, well, actually, maybe I won't be the bean counter and no disrespect to my bean counter friends. Uh, but I just found marketing just just naturally was something I really had found joy in and it didn't feel like I was studying really. Um, and then through university and through a few different challenges in life, I suppose I'd sort of started refocusing energies on, well, what, what else is there apart from when I finished university to go into? So I actually deferred university and went in, to, I was offered a full-time traineeship in administration for business and it was through the um, Chamber of Commerce actually in Rocky. So from there I, I completed the traineeship, did it well within the, the time frame and I was offered full-time employment and in, in a, a field officer's capacity with the apprenticeship services. So um, very much similar to an Australian apprenticeship centre right now and was there for about seven years and worked way up through the ranks there and was managing different contracts with apprentices and trainees, uh, managing abattoirs, doing sign-ons for, um, you know, engineering firms right through to all, all industries across the central Queensland region. Wow. And uh, mm. I, I loved it. It was so amazing. You go out to workplaces, uh, had opportunities to see what a lot of businesses were doing, and it, it's a variety of small, medium and, and even your larger enterprises. Uh, and part of being with uh, Commerce Queensland at the time was uh, because they're an employer association, we were also able to look at the advocacy roles that they play and 
um, the intricacies of relationships between employers and employees and not only the traineeships and apprentices side of things, but just the dynamics on how successful businesses then thrive and, and, and support successful communities and they come hand in hand. So I guess that's where a lot of my career stemmed for my love of community and especially the business community. Yeah. Um, so from when I did my traineeship and got into that full-time capacity with the apprenticeship services, uh, from there that's where I actually met my husband and signed him into his um, mature-aged apprentice electrician when we were living in Toowoomba. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And we used to joke about taking work home. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. (laughs) (laughs) He has to have a joke about with with the other apprentices on site saying, oh, you know, I get extra living away from home allowance. (laughs) (laughs) And probably probably be very embarrassed if you heard this right now. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, that's what we actually, that's how I met my husband. Um, It was through work, through signing him into his mature age apprenticeship. So things were quite quiet on the farm. The drought had um, been well and truly made its mark back in the 2000s and, uh, coming from the land, he had made a choice to to get an, a trade that he could actually um, fall back on um, should, you know, we need to down the track. So, so yeah, and then um, having children, well, that, that just, uh, we got married and I'd had uh, my first son already, Jacob, and we, um, yeah, just <laughs> continued on that path with the apprenticeship role and and then, uh, as that came to an end, an opportunity presented itself to work for um, for CRS, which is no longer around at the moment, but it was part of a, a disability employment network, services network. I'm really and I was in- working as an employment consultant there. That's really interesting. You would have had some beautiful, heartwarming stories go through that job, you know, like getting people yeah. back into the workforce. Oh, absolutely. And I've still got contacts today with some of my clients um, who are placed uh, when we were, we were living in Toowoomba and uh, they're, we connected with me on Facebook and we still have chats and, oh, that's and uh, yeah, see how they're progressing now. So so that in that capacity with employment role, it was very satisfying because you got to work with people who may not have been able to physically return to their line of work due to injuries or um, incidences they've had. So you'd work with them to identify, you know, where, where was their joy and what do they like doing and, and what could actually you know, be something sustainable for them. So, so yeah, so it was great going through um, working with client relations that way. And um, then Madeline came along, so we took took maternity leave there and we thought, okay, well, I've got 12 months maternity leave here and we were living in Toowoomba at the time. And then my husband, he'd finished his trade and he'd been out doing a couple of years in um, in and around Toowoomba with small contractors as such. And from there, uh, yeah, an opportunity was like, well, if we don't come back towards home, then an opportunity to support and assist in our area may not be there down the track. So we made the call to say, well, let's do our 12-month of country service and see what happens. Yeah. And then, yeah, three, week, three weeks into my mat leave, well, my husband ended up um, getting a, a full-time employment opportunity with electric electrical contractor at Emerald. And so we moved up and moved to Emerald. So that's how that came about. Wow. Right. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. All those and, bits of the puzzle just yeah. come together, don't they? Yeah. You know, like just meeting your husband at work. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is cool. Yeah. 
So do you, do you still get it. to work with the, like getting people back to work when you came up or you took your mat leave and you got to enjoy the 12 months? Yeah, so I took my mat leave and I enjoyed every part of it. But the I think six months in, uh, I was definitely looking looking for something mentally stimulating wise because when we moved to Emerald, we moved to um, my in-laws farm, which was um, at least an hour out of rock, uh, hour, hour out of Emerald, so it was towards the Gemfields oh, Way, yeah. and it was you know another forty k's on a dirt road in there. So it was, took a bit of an effort to get into town if you needed to spend the day. And the new bubby, it was yeah, we were living on the property at that time. Yeah. So I was actually approached by uh, my old one of my my previous um, CEOs from the apprenticeship days, and she contacted me and said, oh, "I noticed that you've moved to Emerald." And she said, I've got an opportunity for you. And I said, well, I do have a bubby. And she goes, we can work with that. <laughs> she says, you know, we've, we, you've got access to internet and it was satellite. So it was, it was definitely slow snail, snail pace compared to what we have now. Yeah. Um, but she said, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an opportunity where, you know, you can work when Bub's sleeping and do whatever else. And, and uh, my mother-in-law lived, we lived together on the same property. So her, her place wasn't far away and, um yeah and so we we just from six months when Maddie was six months we're just like okay well let's give it a go and so that's my first real taste of remote working and I was working as a partnership broker and it was with the um uh with youth invest at the time so it was working with schools and businesses and industry um for for community partnerships to assist in youth attainment rates across Australia and the goal was to, to try and make sure that the youth um, either completed into grade 11 or 12, uh, so we, inc- we increased, increased the national average for that, um, or they went into meaningful employment if they didn't go down 11 and 12 pathway. So it was working across those areas. And my region at the time was South Central West region of Queensland, so uh, I was required to connect with people um, as far as Mataburra, Longreach, Barcaldon. Barcold, oh, wow. Um, so I, I think I racked up about 60,000 Ks in the first year on, on the car. So it was a bit like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the whole way we could make that work was because, A, the employer that, that made contact with me from my previous roles with the apprenticeship days um, was open to flexible working conditions mm-hmm. uh, and B, the support systems were around at the time for the family to assist in in Bubby being so young and um, helping when I had to actually be away overnight and that type of thing. So Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. It's And it's so important to have a really good support network like that, isn't it? Yeah, gosh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And I really do feel for those um, mums that are uh, coming to communities for for work with hubbies and, and partners of whatnot um, and having to leave those support systems because I really do think it's that whole community that helps with raising the children. And when you come to a new area and don't have that support, it is um, quite daunting and yeah. I can de- definitely feel the impact for those people who are in that position. I, I really do feel for them at this point. Yeah, it, it, does, it does limit their abilities to do many things on the horizons if they've got ideas for themselves, yeah. Yeah, yeah. gosh, yeah. Wow. One of those, you go. Oh, sorry. Sorry, we're both looking at each other to jump in there. But it is so true, that support network and then just having somebody that's okay to go, you know what, well, I do have bub, like you need to remember that and then being like, yep, that's okay, Mm. like let's work around because there is so many industries where that's awesome but there is a lot of industries and especially in our area where it's just not 
I don't know, seeable, viable, I don't know, like what is the word for them, but, you know, a lot of the time that doesn't happen. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and no, I was very fortunate that I'd established a really great relationship and um, with with my previous CEO and, uh, yeah, it was just a wonderful opportunity to reconnect and I was, I was very... Um, I was very grateful for the opportunity and, yeah, I, we still maintain uh, a great relationship today and, and so forth with, with other people I've worked with in the past. So very important keeping those relationships open and, and clear and good communication aligns, I reckon. Yeah. Because you just never know. You just yeah, never know what opportunities exactly. might pop up down yes, the track. Yes, exactly. never know Imagine what up. would have happened if that opportunity didn't pop up for you. I know. I just yeah. wonder what I'd be doing. Yeah, mm. gosh, yeah. And so <laughs> we were talking just before we jumped on and you were saying about how, you know, you sort of went to the mums groups and stuff like that, which was fantastic and you enjoyed them, but just need a little bit of something. Yeah, something, yeah. Something. So, so when we when we built in Emerald and, and moved from the farm into town, um, it was an opportunity then obviously because you're convenient and central to everything there in Emerald. So went along and joined a few mums groups new to the community and, yeah, they, they definitely served its purpose and I really love connecting with some women and hearing about different parenting type of topics and those types of things. Um, but, yeah, having the opportunity when work came about to work remotely and uh, I carried that through into having my little home office in Emerald, um, I guess, it, yeah, my mind sort of went elsewhere into that worky mode and it was all about, okay, let's 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 connect with other people on the business industry fronts and schools and and those types of things to do the partnership brokers role I was working on. So that, so the mums groups are a great outlet. They're great to connect with with yes. um, you know sometimes you get like minded women and um, and sometimes it's just the, the also the little kick you get along just to, to give you that confidence to get up out of home and out yes. of your house and into something new and that confidence to go. Okay, well this is the direction I need to go now. Next, what's my interest? Bang. Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah. So I think it's definitely important, especially for new mums, if you're new to any area, um, that you make a connection as you know sooner than later. And even if it's, it's pushing yourself out of that comfort zone, I don't know if it's a mums group or a play group or a, um, a sporting association or, you yes, know, yeah. heaps of times we, we played sports, we'd take all the kids with us and, you know, they'd be sitting at the touch fields, you know, rug, rugged up and jumpers running with other kids and watching yeah. mum and dad play footy. You just make it happen. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. We um have started playing mixed netball, both Jake and I, and it is so good that, you know, like we take the kids up there and it was only something that we talked about last night that how important those team sports are. And, yes. and as, you know, for Ooh. us, we both really enjoy being back into it and it's so good for the kids to, to you, see that. To see that happening, you know, and like and that be oh, the normal. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, just role modelling to the kids what, what, you know, they monkey see, monkey do, right? So yeah. if mum and dad are active, if mum and dad are involved in community, if, you know, even mum or even dad's doing something, it's, it's just important, I think, to establish that at a young age to have that community mindset um, and to demonstrate to your kids what that, what that means. Yeah. And sometimes it means you've got to take a child to a, to a meeting and yeah. sometimes it means you've got to... <laughs> Be at the swimming pool and put them on hold, and you know, take this teleconference call. Like that yes. sometimes happens, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's why. so true. It's such a juggle, though. Hey, you know, like it, <laughs> yeah, you just 
you think before you have kids that you're like, oh, yeah, you know. Oh, like you're busy? Yeah, oh, yeah uh-huh. you think you're busy? <laughs> and then you have kids, you're like, what did I ever complain about? Yeah. <laughs> but, it, yeah, it is, like you kind of think before you have kids, you're like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like I'll, I'll make it happen. And you talk about mum guilt, you know, like before I had kids, you know, I know Fiona would say things to me and I'm like, why are you thinking that? And why do you have that mum guilt? That's so stupid. Righty, righty, right. And then as soon as you put in those shoes and that happened, you're like, Oh my good lord! Like it, you know, yeah. like you kind of like, am I working too much? Am I not working enough? Am I going to go crazy? Or you know, yeah. like it's so because I was the same as you, Kirsty. I had to go back to work, and and I needed that yeah. little bit of something else when Braith was a baby because I'm just was not built to stay at home. Yeah, you struggled with that, didn't you? Yeah, I was bad, and and that's the thing. Like it's a struggle to stay at home if it's not what you want to do, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and everyone has their struggles. And I think that's the main thing is like, everyone has their struggles, but you know, you can have the struggle staying at home or you can have the struggles yeah. going to work. It depends what your wiring's like. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, and what you're needing at that yeah. time. Yes. Hey. Yeah. Absolutely. And just on that, like there was a period of time there. Uh, so when, when I finished with the partnership brokers role and that contract, it was federally funded a a contract so that came to an end and I had then had another bubby so um we'd had already had Maddie and Amy and then Grace came along so at that point in time I was in the applied for well we did we got involved in in community fundraisers so the big one that was the most fun we ever had at this point was with the mud run emerald events so my girlfriend Laura she was event coordinator and I got so involved in that because it was just so much fun and it was such a great worthy cause with, um, you know, breast and prostate cancer, fundraising awareness for the region that my husband made a comment. It's like, oh, gosh, you know, you should really just get paid for what you're doing because I I was at home and I wasn't uh, back in the workforce when I I took time off to have grace and things. And I went, yeah, well, actually, you know, if a dream job came along, I think I'd put in for it. And then Lo and behold, community development officer role came up with Central Highs Ridge Council. Wow. <laughs> and I just said, this is made for me. Yeah, um, this is my jam. Yeah, and this is my jam. So, but he was just like, well, how are we going to do this? Because we've got at that stage, you know, the four kids and, um, you know, Jacob is in, in school, although in school, they weren't all in school and Maddie was kindy and Emmy not quite kindy yet and, I said, well, you know, we're going to have to financially commit to paying for after-school care and and we we're fortunate to have a placement available in Emerald. And at the time, like, you know, especially when it came time for the Christmas leave periods and things like that, mm-hmm. with the number of kids needing, well, we needed three kids in care for me to go to do the role. And it's like, well, yet again, it's that you need that flexibility with the workplace to be able to say, well, for this period of time, for me to be on the on the role here, then this is what's going to take for me to sustain this work. So I had to put forward and say, it's going to actually come out of our pocket by about a thousand bucks a week for me to come to work in the next three weeks over the Christmas break because we don't have enough leave accrued between my husband and I. So is you know this is something? Can we do work from home? And that was quite a few years ago because Grace is now turning seven, and it was like sure, not a problem. Wow. Like we'll. And that was that was several years ago. Like, and that's yeah. pre-COVID. Like, um, you know, having, COVID times, that's so normal. That's but, expected. like, this is. Yeah. Wow, and that's that, yeah, great. But that was, yeah, so 
you know, council were great and they were like, yep, we'll, we'll look at flexible arrangements with you for that and for that period of time. And, and that's the only way we were able to continue doing it through that process just because of how many kids we needed to fund for care. Um, you know, so there was a couple of different choices you could make there. You could go, oh, well, I can't, I'll just take leave without pay for that whole period to be home. But um, given that December, January period, especially in the council space, um, we've got a lot, a lot of uh, disaster management type of activities happening in community uh, developers. Yeah. So it wasn't exactly the time where you could be short-staffed should a flood event happen or should, uh, you know, a, a massive storm come through and, and, you know, need to activate that. So it's, um, yeah, so it goes back again to have a great, great, great employer that has opportunities to be flexible for you and, yeah, in what sort of career you're in, I suppose. And I think it also comes back to that willingness for you to say, okay, all the balls are on the table. This is what's yes. happening. This is what it's going to cost. Where can we, can we work around this together? You know, instead of A, you just struggling not, at home about yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. Not saying a single thing. And B, just being like, no, can we just be upfront and honest and say, look, this is going to be yep. really hard. How can we work around this? Yeah, that's awesome. That's right. And that's what happened. And um, yep. Yeah, and that's what happened every Christmas, New Year period then, because that was happening every year while the kids were required, while we required after school care and, mm. and um, daycare. Have you have you personally felt that stigma of going back to work and had any guilt over that? Initially, with Maddie, uh, actually no, probably probably with Jake, my with, with Jacob. Initially, I did mm-hmm. because I didn't want to return to full time work. Um, but I was in a prior marriage with Jacob um, when Jacob was born and we were going through, yeah, we went through a, a, a divorce. So mm-hmm. married at 22, divorced at 25. <laughs> not, not what I thought I'd have on my um, on my CV. But, um, but, yeah, so I hadn't envisaged that I would have to, for financial reasons, go back full time. And that's my only, that's the only time there that I had the guilt is because I had thought my life was going a different channel. Yeah. Uh, but I am so grateful yes. for the fact that I did return full time. Um, I did make and establish those um, lifelong connections at that period of my life. And it was all mainly in the workplace, so a lot of yes. those connections. So yeah, um, yeah. So, but with with my with my other girls um, having guilt, no, because I learnt what I how I'm wired. Yeah, I learnt how our family operates as a unit, yeah. and I learnt a lot about my support mechanisms. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just very fortunate that I've got the um, the family that I have and the support networks in place. And that includes, um, when I say support networks, the community. Um, so, you know, the, the community right through from medical providers and, um, you know, Dr. Sarah's been great in, just in Claremont alone, but it's just um, people that, that, that you work with and connect with on a daily basis. You, you know that, oh, if you've got a problem, oh, well, such and such can help you with that. Yes, um, and you're absolutely. Going, oh, great. Oh, you need someone to help mine. Well, hey, touch base. I've got someone who helps assisting at this time, you know, like, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden there's no problem and you've got a solution. So that's it. That's yeah. so good. And it is so true. You know, like I think it's not putting in a box how the ideal family should look, you know, yeah. that stigma around, okay, well, and I, I think it is definitely breaking. I, I think that we are past the point that it's not. I only just had a conversation with a, a lady the other day and she was like, oh, you know, like I, I was never going to go back to work full time after kids and here I am 
being back at work full time and I and I absolutely just bloody love it, you know? Yeah. Like she was just so empowered yeah. with it and she was like, It's it's crazy and it's messy and it's crazy, <laughs> but you know, I, I just absolutely love it. And, you know, growing up, like that's not how we grew up. You know, my mum stayed at home, so yes. it wasn't gonna yeah. be a thing. But here I am mm. being back at work and absolutely freaking loving it. I'm tired and my house is a mess, but I love it. And it yeah. was just so good to to see <laughs> that. Like so true that. Yeah, but That's she just honesty. Yeah, exactly. But she was so good because she was like, you know, it took me a lot to work this out though, because in my head I was like, no, that's not how it goes. But yes. she's like, no, that's not how it went when you know what I mean? Like that's just not what suited yeah. my family. But for our family and her family that she's created, it is what suits. Like and it is okay. Absolutely. And as I said, it's it's understanding that family dynamic. And, you know, if anyone saw my place at the moment, you, we, there's a pool table, but you can't see the pool table. <laughs> but I can for. guarantee all the clothes are clean. I was going to say, the washing <laughs> pile. If everyone's eating today pile. and they're happy, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so true. That's right. That's right. But it's accepting that, okay, just, just when you go through that, even the newborn phase and, and it carries on now. <laughs> <laughs> that okay well sometimes I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna have everything clean at any point in time and I might not for some time and that's okay <laughs> yeah yeah and it, it is hard when you're in those moments you can't do everything yeah even though you want to we can't. yeah exactly <laughs> and you can't compare yourself to the um you know someone else's highlight reel because we see everyone else's social oh, media no. and things yeah. like that and you think oh god or when you go to take a photo of your kid and you're like the mess in the background of that photo is horrendous <laughs> let me just can't blow that out yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, my kid, first day no. of school, I was like, shit, we forgot to take a photo. He got out of the car. I'm like, smile, mate, let me take a photo. And I was like, what is all over your shirt? <laughs> it is <laughs> the <laughs> first day. Toothpaste. Everybody. He had toothpaste all down his front. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, yeah oh, that's well. exactly right. Oh, well, we made it. We weren't late. He had lunch in his lunchbox. <laughs> and all his books. And also I didn't share that picture because I was like, <laughs> that's sad. And I forgot to do that first day thing. Oh. But you're just like, Meh. Yeah. Whatever, we made it. We'll yeah, do exactly. the first day next term or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it, is, it is one of those things that, like I know the first time that um, – it was not long after I had had the twins and I went to a, an appointment and the doctor was writing out oh, yes. my occupation and just wrote mother and I was like, oh, oh, oh. Like I got real weird about it. Like I, was, yeah. I didn't know what to do. I was like, oh, well, I'm, I'm a head, I'm a hairdresser. <laughs> and he was just like, looked at me like, I don't yeah. care. I'm still writing. <laughs> and I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll just sit here and shut up. Hey? <laughs> like... It's funny. I'm a small it? business owner. Yeah, exactly. I was like, Exactly. I felt like right. I had to prove myself though. And he was just like, Yeah, mother. And kept walking and kept writing. I was like, Oh, okay. Don't worry about me yeah, there. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. It does make you Actually speaking yeah. of resume, and this came up when I was working with a um a lot of the clients with the in the employment services role and, and some of those were web women and mothers that had um, you know, given up doing what they were doing to be and chose to be full-time at home. And they were like, oh, but I didn't I didn't really do much in this five-year chunk of time and, you know, um, when the kids were at home and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, actually, you know, were you involved in a, a, a school group or a committee or some sort of community organisation? And they're like, oh, well, I volunteered to do such and such as books. Oh, you know, I, I helped out at such and such as, you know, 
workplace and these sorts of things, but it wasn't paid employment. And you're like, it doesn't have to be paid. Yes. Like if you're still using skills, like did you learn something at home in that time frame? Like why pop it down your resume? You know, like I think as women, uh, it, when we even choose to be at home full time, uh, we can still be doing things that are growing us personally yes. as well as looking to things later on life for professionally. So, yeah, there's always things you can be doing. Like with Evie, for example, she's now turning seven months soon. Um, so, yeah, so I went and did a heap of PD stuff online when I was on maternity leave and um, just for own interest, for joy, and uh, yeah. and I'm on you know, different committees and things like that too. So just keeping busy with the community in that space and there's heaps of things that people can be doing that aren't necessarily in the workforce and they're at home full-time with their kids that they can still be involved in the community and participating and still building on their skills for personal and professional down the track so yeah you know, and it people, that connection. if they want to return to the work yeah. yeah so if they want to return to the workplace they think oh well they, they lose confidence in themselves and it's like well actually no like what like you're managing a home running households probably managing your budgets mm-hmm. uh you know you guys are all over the organization stuff at home so you're you know got relationship building skills with your, your medical professionals with the kids with the schools like there's heaps of things that you can do that is actually employable, translates to the workplace, even though you haven't been paid to be doing something. Um, yes. So that's a stigma I think needs to be thrown out the window. Yeah, <laughs> That is so true. I haven't thought yeah. it that way, but that is so true. You can't like, and, you know, oh, I haven't been doing much in this time. It's like, like bullshit. Yeah, it's yeah. busier when you're at home. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like it's, yeah. it's easy to go to work. <laughs> yeah. Really yes, <laughs> I agree. It's so true. You just you focus on what that is, and then it, and then everything else just has to work when you get home. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. That is so true. Yeah, wow. I never had put it that way. You know, like getting worried about. Well, yeah. When was the last time? Have you ever done a resume? No, I've never actually done a resume in my life. I, no, <laughs> I should have made you apply. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. I wouldn't know what to put on mine. No. I haven't done one either. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pushing me under the bus acting like I didn't know one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's so true what you say, though, isn't it? During that time you're building these connections as well and it, then that becomes your support network mm. by joining Absolutely. all these clubs and doing all these things. Yeah, Yeah. gosh, yeah. And just getting you out of the yeah. house. Mm-hmm. Such a big one to remember. Yeah, and, that, and that's the main reason actually I went along when we first moved to Claremont uh, a few years back and uh, went along because I thought, okay, well, I've got a few girls and I'm interested in netball, so let's go to the netball AGM and then land under myself a job. <laughs> that's okay. I, I went with the expectation that I may need to step up and help in that capacity, so so be it. And uh, likewise with the school, so I've got new, got a few kids that will be going through the school we're at and okay, may as well go to the AGM and land it lot of your jobs. But I'm like, well, if you don't put your hand up for these things, then, you know, things fall flat and you need to have a healthy community and that's that support network I'm talking about yeah. um, for everybody. So not only role modeling to the kids, but it's just if you're invested and involved, then, you know, you're just going to have a happy community and likewise for businesses, it becomes happier there too. So it's a dominoes effect. Yeah, exactly. And our kids are growing up in this community. Why wouldn't you want it to be a happy, yeah, healthy community? Exactly. And like you say, things 
say things do fall flat. So, you know, if you want to keep your kids active by playing netball, we'll be involved in the mm-hmm. netball to, to keep that club alive so yeah. that it is there. Is it hard to get volunteers for, like, groups like that? My kids aren't old enough yet. Uh, yes, it is when it comes to, the like, looking at executive roles and things like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, and we find that... When you go to one committee meeting and you might go to another club committee meeting or something, they might you might just see the same person but a different hat sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm guilty of that. So, um, yeah, I think I think as time goes on, I think volunteering, yeah, it, it people think okay, if I can pay a fifty dollar volunteer levy, there's I'd rather pay the fifty bucks and then you guys just deal with whatever whenever yes, that happens because so, clubs did go that way. But, you know, you can, nothing beats the fact of just an extra pair of hands to say, can I help? You know, we, we do get a lot of that, especially in the netball club. We Like I can speak on that behalf. We get people saying on the day, can I help with something and that sort of thing. Um, and we're just very fortunate. We've got a great core group of, um, of people who do help to see the things run for the association and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. yeah, I feel like for me personally, I don't think that I'm smart enough to be able to like do the books. Like, you know, you it's one way say this. Yeah, but it is something that it oh, all, I, I, think I, that too. I get there and I'm like, oh, I'm not putting my hand up because what if I do it wrong? But I mean, that's why you have a committee there to also help you too, to learn and to grow that's and to right. get better. So I think it's taking that fear away of not being perfect straight away because you've never yeah. done the role. And I think if you're honest straight up and said, look, I've never done the role but I'm happy to learn, well, people are going to mm. kind of give you that bit of grace, aren't they? I guess. Most definitely. So. <laughs> yeah, you'd hope. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Oh, the stigmas around mothers and working. Yeah. How do you go with your videography? When did that come along as a um – as a side, like, would we say a side hustle? Oh. Yeah, a side hustle, yeah. It, it actually came about um, because my, my friend Jess Edwards, she's um, she's just one of a, a beautiful photographer and a lovely, just as beautiful person. She she used to have the office next door to me uh, when we were in the Turner's Arcade. Anyway, and, and she was suggesting, oh, you know, you should look at, at um, doing some video. And I, I was doing video work for... Um, the foundation where I was project officing anyway and and she's like oh you know there's, there's not there's not a lot of uh, videographers in this space and um yeah something you maybe you should think about anyway I said yeah okay and so I thought okay I'll get a I've got a camera and got in looked at all the different systems and I just went and did lots of different courses online and um I would love to have gone to film school <laughs> but, yeah. I, but I couldn't just pack up and go to move to the Gold Coast or Sydney or Brisbane wherever they were running it for the 12 months yeah, yeah. um <laughs> so yeah so I did a lot of self-development online and um followed a few different YouTubers and then yeah, it came about a couple of years ago um, that Jess was going to a wedding and it was out past our place on out near Kilcommon Way. And uh, I got a phone call from um, the groom's dad and he was saying that their, his, his parents couldn't make it because they were ill from Townsville. And, you know, is it something I could assist with? And I went, well, it's my first wedding and why not? So I said, <laughs> Sure make that happen <laughs> and I went and did the wedding and I, I you know it was a, a crash course into it but it was such a wonderful day and it was just been like a fly on the wall at some at someone's special um, wedding day and uh, working alongside of Jess was amazing and 
like learnt heaps and from there that sort of fueled the fire for looking at saying, well, I can offer this to help other people who want to get married out this way. Um, so, yeah, that's how that all started about really because I was already working full-time so I didn't want to oh make this a full-time business. <laughs> so she just added that to the list. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you love to be busy, that's don't I, you? Well, I, I do, yeah, yeah. but um, at the same time I've also learned, especially in the last 12 months, about the balance. Yeah. And I don't think there is such thing as a perfect work-life balance, Mm-mm. but I think you have to know when enough's enough. So I did say with my hubby that, okay, with the videography work, I wasn't going to book out every weekend and all those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do only, I have a, a limit and all those sorts of things on, on that. So yeah. 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 Especially when you are busy with the kids too, right? Like it, it yeah. does take up a lot of work and yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. You are just one of these awesome community minded people. Yes. That want to help. So oh, good. And I love that. Yes. <laughs> oh, shucks, girls. Why yeah. <laughs> the flag? Yeah, yes. But it is. It's always nice to have a chat to somebody and see what inspires them to be, yeah. you know, so heavily involved in the community and even involved in someone's wedding day yeah. as a videographer. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty weird. Well, yeah. we get in there as well. But, you know, we do the hair and leave. You get to be a part of the whole day. Okay. That's pretty special. Yeah. It is very special and it's very personal. So you need to have a lot of respect for um, for the couple and their families and their wishes. And, yeah, it's a bit of a process you go through prior to the day so that you, you understand where things are at and itinerary, but also, you know, what's special to them and things that they might not capture because they're so busy and so f- focused yes. on the day itself. You've but, got to be the person thinking you know, it's, it's of all It's part of your job things. to capture everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is cool. It's mm. one of those things. Is it? It's a very special industry to be in. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. You got to think of all the things that other people don't think of. Yeah. And exactly. capture that. And capture so that. that. <laughs> yeah. You got to read mine. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> that is so. Cool. The, I've, I've found with the photographers, they seem to play the role of the timekeeper. So it's like, come on, we got a next step, next step, yes. step. So naturally, I've worked with a couple of photographers now, and and um, and you know Julie Turner as well, and. It's, it's yeah, the, I've noticed that the photographers do the whole timekeeping and then from the videographer's, videographer's point of view, it's more capturing just everything else that happens as, as blends on that as yes. well. So, yeah. Absolutely. We love the photographers for that. Yes, gosh, yeah. Gosh, yeah. Someone's <laughs> going to keep the show on the road. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Jessie, it's been so good to have a chat to you. Yes. Gosh, yeah. Oh, you are Mrs. Pleasure. Community. Yeah, exactly. Mrs. Community minded, I tell you. She's inspired me. I'm exactly. Not, may or may not go the age. But it's <laughs> all because of the kids. Yeah. It is. It is. It, it is. so is. It's so important, you know, isn't if, it? It is, and it's only what you make it. So if you put into the community now, then, you know, it's going to have benefits for everybody, and that number one thing is the kids, so. Mm, yep. I feel like you need to go and say this at the schools as well. Yeah, exactly. I feel, like, I, wouldn't you be completely different <laughs> if you grow up, grew up as a teenager, having this drummed into you? Yeah, this community, like mind nicely drummed into you. Nicely drummed into you. <laughs> <laughs> You're like not forcibly, not, not forcibly, <laughs> but if you're having it explained to you, and you kind of go, well, that yeah, makes sense. Exactly. I get it now. I yeah, get it. yeah, I get definitely. It. Thank you very much for our chat today. We've loved it. Oh, thank you. I've enjoyed it too. That's wonderful. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us for this episode of YDP. 
We hope you found comfort in listening to relatable stories from the heart. We drop a new episode every Tuesday and Friday. And if you want to keep up to date, make sure you check out our socials on Facebook and Insta.